Welcome back to the From the Stands podcast. Week six preview coming up. I uh, joined in by Clint and Jacob as always. Clint's up to some extracurricular activities as always before we start. What's going on, brother? I don't, I don't know if it's my headphones or what, but you're, the welcome back, the back part just blasted me in the ear hole. So it just got me giggling after i just stopped giggling from our this is gonna be a good one yeah, what happens when you, <laughs> sorry, it's gonna be you one of those past, episodes you get past 30 and you don't know what set of ears you're getting on a daily basis <laughs> oh, dude that's out the gate hot i thought we were at least gonna the, wait till out, we got to oklahoma all right get, well it's because carolina doesn't play this week so which Fair actually enough. should you think would relieve the tension but apparently not oh uh, jacob what's going on man can you hear me Oh, I got you loud and clear, dude. Right in my ear hole. Right in the ear hole. Right where we like it. Oh man. All right, what you got for us? We uh we talked about (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sorry. Oh man. All right, so we talked about last week, um, or I'm sorry, earlier in the week about how our picks did not go as well as they had been in the past. So go ahead and give us a rundown of um our standings after last week. I think we all kind of struggled there. Uh, oh yeah so yeah let us know what's going on well the start of this pod is the reason i think why <laughs> nobody's good at faking picks can't be serious but uh that's that's what makes it fun there so there's 16 total games to pick from in the top 25 last week uh say it all at one time we all went six and ten we all suck i tell you that much Damn. um nobody did better than anybody from the three of us except for mr clint your seven-year-old son uh gavin went ten and six so really wow well he like second week win of the year for him two or three weeks with uh he was under 500 and now yep Yep. he won the first week won this past week and then jc won the other three weeks so dude what sucks too is and i might have told you all this off air that i tried to like persuade not really persuade him because i wanted to make his picks but he made some picks that i was like there's no way that's gonna hit i was like are you sure buddy like look at these two again He's like, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and then Dude, he goes he's out here. An animal, he's gonna be like send to six. Ready. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh well, that's that'll teach me. I go six and ten. I don't know anything. <laughs> there we go. So uh that puts the the year standing so far. JC's in the lead, uh fifty five and thirty-four. Um, and then I'm way far behind him, nine games back at forty six and forty three. And then Clint, you're forty five and forty four, and then Gavin, your son is forty four and forty five. So he's catching back up to us. Oh shoot! So, how much money have you spent on ice cream for all the weeks he's been winning? Yeah, that are uh, Cheerios. Honestly, I expect this out of him. Okay, I have high standards. He he should be. <laughs> all right, coach. All right, ball <laughs> yeah, coach. Yeah, we gotta see this to the end. Okay, let's let's take it week by week, play by play, win the moment. Is that all the coach speak stuff? Yeah, um, yeah, it's all the coach speak stuff. Yeah, sounding like Dabo over there. I like it. Yeah. Who needs a transfer portal? Um, <laughs> no, dude, I, I'm done. At least for this week, I'm done trying. It, the one week I, quote unquote, did not try because I woke up super early and I was on the other side of the planet. I went uh, like 13 to 5. All the other weeks where I like put a little effort in, I get my booty hole pushed in. So let's, uh, <laughs> let me, let me go back to not caring. Tired of getting that, getting clapped in the back. <laughs> the analogies are flying. I love yes, it. They are. All right. Well, if you guys are worried about uh, Clint's well-being, 
um, just go to Instagram, send me a direct message, and uh, we'll get him taken care of with, with whatever resources he needs after the last <laughs> couple of weeks, based on what the two analogies he just said. We're looking out for him. Yeah, Jay, go ahead and sip that whiskey. All right, yeah, well, let's get right into it. Pour a second glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First one's not done. We're going to get you a second one. All right, yeah. let's get right into it. Number one team in the nation, allegedly, according to the AP poll, Georgia Bulldogs taking on Kentucky. Georgia opens up as 14 and a half point favorites. Kentucky's undefeated, coming off a big win versus Florida. Jacob, how are you feeling about this game, man? Is uh, I know we talked about last week about, hey, Georgia is still number one. Do they deserve to be there? Um, is that going to change when the college football playoff committee comes out with their rankings? So given all that, how do you uh, feel about this game? Man, yeah, this is going to be a good one. Um, obviously a ranked matchup. Kentucky's 20th and Georgia's still at one. Um, but like you said, both teams undefeated 5-0. and um, I think the stat that I saw was this is the first time that Kentucky and Louisville have been undefeated since like 2011 at this point in the season or something like that. So uh, good for good for Kentucky, the state of Kentucky. But um, yeah, this one's kind of – Georgia's been right on that tipping point all year long, man. It's like they keep pulling out wins, even tight wins. And you're like, man, when are they going to show show us that they're that team like they were last year? And this is not one of those games where you're like, yep, Georgia's going to cover this 14 and a half. Like, that's not one of these games you can just go right to because you saw what Kentucky did last week on um, the Florida. Now, what I've learned so far this year is that Florida is not a good team on the road whatsoever. I mean, they 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 love their swamp and that they, they'll beat pretty much they could hang with anybody, it seems like, in the swamp. But, um, they allowed Kentucky just to run right over them last week. So, uh, but far as this game, man, Georgia's got this one at home. This is the uh, seven o'clock on ESPN game. So, this is going to be a good one. Um, Georgia's defense is 67th in rush yards allowed per attempt this year. So, this Georgia defense can kind of be run on. And you saw what, um, uh, what's his name? Ray, Ray Davis did last week. Yep. Uh, 230 some rushing yards, just ridiculous numbers. Uh, this is this is there for him. But what I've personally been on all year long is the NC State transfer, Devin Leary. I mean, you look at his yearly stats, and it's like, okay, that's not bad. 1100 yards passing, 10 touchdowns, five picks. But I mean, last week to beat Florida, he only threw for 69 yards and no touchdowns. Um, obviously, not going to be able to do, get away with that against Georgia. Um, but this game, I think, is going to come down to the Kentucky defense against the Georgia offense in my mind at least um the Kentucky defense is only 10th in the nation in rush yards per game allowed um passing they give up their 67th or 62nd I'm sorry but it's hard to run on this Kentucky defense so this is going to be which quarterback I think is going to win this game um I would lean Ray Davis when it comes to running back duo or running back uh edge because of what he did last week but man my, my pick right now is Kentucky to you give me 14 and a half like Georgia you know hasn't looked outstanding they've you know they didn't cover against Oliver and stuff so they didn't cover against y'all either so I would have to right now I'd have to pick Kentucky yeah I, I think to me the key is going to be Ray Davis one and then two is Brock Bowers can Kentucky defend Brock yeah. Bowers at least towards the end of the game when it matters the most uh, you know Obviously, Brock's had some big games, but he obviously shows up at the end of the game, right? When they need him the most, when everyone knows he's getting the ball, 
Carson Beck seems to find him every time. So that, those critical moments, I think, is when Kentucky needs to make somebody else beat them. Um, but I'm with you, man. The way Kentucky runs the ball, the way their defense is playing as well, um, and Georgia kind of just notoriously this year come, coming off the slow starts, I think 14 and a half is way too much um, in a conference game like this with Kentucky with a lot of momentum, 5-0, and um, and then coming off um, a big win versus Florida. So to me, 14 and a half is way too much. So yeah, I'm with you, Jacob. Give me 14 and a half um and kentucky so clint what you got yeah man while uh the one thing that kind of worries me is did did we overreact to kentucky um like jacob said florida's not a good team on the road kentucky ran over what was like over 300 something rushing yards against florida they're not gonna at least uh, I definitely don't see it happening. They're not going to do that against Georgia. I'm not saying they won't get any rushing yards, but to see that kind of performance, uh, that that was a little bit of an outlier. Now, they still have a good rushing attack. Uh, that, along with what you said, JC, um, with Georgia starting off slow, they've done it every single game this year. Over-under is not very high. I think it's, what, 48 and a half? Yeah, this could be a low-scoring game, I think. Um, even though they may have to rely on the quarterbacks at times, both teams are still going to want to run the ball in, uh, uh, for most of the game because that's going to be a slower game and not a whole lot of points scored. So at 14.5 in the spread, yeah, give me Kentucky. I just think there won't be enough possessions in time for Georgia to pull away. <clears throat> I like it. I like it. Definitely uh, yeah. one of the more intriguing matchups. What else you got, Jacob, before we move on to the next one? Yeah, I was just going to say, too, that um, I, I agree with y'all. And uh, Kentucky's strength of schedule so far this year is 128th out of 133. So um, they're 5-0, and but like we said before, they haven't played anybody. And um, But the thing is, too, and this is that I meant to say earlier, too, is that Georgia gave up 200 rushing yards to um, Auburn last week before the fourth quarter even started. So that is worrisome. But 92 of those yards were to the running back. I don't think Devin Leary is that kind of running kind of quarterback that they need to. Um, did I say running back? I meant to yeah, the quarterback. You quarterback yeah. 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 Peyton Thorne. Um, so th- this is going to be, it's going to be an interesting one to watch for Kentucky. Well, that was the thing too. I didn't think Peyton Thorne was kind of that guy either, but apparently the way they ran the offense, um, he definitely kind of took advantage of some of those running lanes. I'm with you. I don't think Leary's that type of guy, but as many rushing yards as like you said, they gave up before the fourth quarter, Ray Davis ran for 230 something yards. Um, by halftime. So, I mean, he, they're obviously early on going to get him the ball and give him the ball early when the, the O-line's fresh, when he's fresh. So definitely going to be a good matchup for sure. All right, let's move on to the Big Ten. Number two team in the nation, Michigan. They are traveling to Minnesota. Uh, Michigan opens up at 20.5 point favorites. The over-under is only at 47.5. That's a 7.30 kick on NBC. Clint, I'll start with you this time. Give me your take on this one. Yeah, give me, um, give me Michigan. I uh, I know we like to to pick on them for not covering the spread most of the year, but I do think they're they're getting a little bit better each week. Not that they were bad to start with, but uh, their defense is still amazing. They're giving up single digit points every single week, no matter who they're playing. I uh, had a big week last week. I know it was against Nebraska, so it's hard not to have a, a really good week against that team. But nevertheless, they're, they're still, <laughs> nevertheless they're still playing really well. Minnesota. Uh, it's just not that great of a team. I know uh, it, they've had a little flash in the pan here lately, but uh, I don't see that carrying over to this game. So give me Michigan, and I'll lay the points. I like it. I like it. What you got, Jacob? Yeah, I'm right there with you. I got Michigan uh, minus 20 and a half. Um, like you said, Clint, about the against the spread, Michigan is now 1-3-1 one, one against the spread. They had that one push. and uh, But 
with Harbaugh being back, um, I think they started the season 0-3 against the spread. So they've had one win against the spread and then one pushed. So they're trending in the right direction when it comes to that, when it comes to our picks. But yeah, um, this defense is probably, I mean, so far based on points and everything, is probably the best defense in the nation. I'm saying that with Clemson being... You know, projected as one of the top defenses this year. They've just been outstanding. Um, and then, oh, yeah, they still have Blake Corum, who's mm-hmm. in the 425 yards and nine touchdowns mm-hmm. so far this year. So, yep. I mean, the guy was a Heisman candidate last year for a reason. He's going to probably sneak in the Heisman rankings at the end of the year, too. Not super flashy, just they, they take care of business. So I got him covered. Yeah, guys, I'm with you. Not a lot on this. I think just Michigan is just the roster. Um, from top to bottom is just better than most teams in the country, um, especially when you're talking about this, the lower kind of end of the Big Ten. Um, no offense to Minnesota. So yeah, give me Michigan easy in this 120 and a half. I'll take that. All right. So the game of the week, some people's game of the year um, when it comes to this rivalry, it's going to be at the old Texas State Fair in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. Texas taking on Oklahoma. Um, last year's meeting, just to set it up, was I mean, horrendous from an Oklahoma point of view. With that being said, Dylan Gabriel didn't even play in that game. Obviously, Texas coming in as a number three ranked team in the country. Oklahoma, number 12. Texans open, Texas opens up as six-point favorites, which, man, that's a tough line. I was thinking it was going to be maybe like <clears throat> like uh, maybe like four and a half, five, and I was going to kind of give them the touchdown. Um, so, so this will be interesting. The over-under is at 59 and a half, which I can't tell if that's kind of low. Uh, for these teams knowing the offense, but I guess when you looked at like Texas, Alabama, that was kind of more of a uh, kind of back and forth, low-ish scoring compared to some of these other the the, the crazy high-scoring offenses that we've seen this year. Uh, but Jacob, I'm gonna start with you on this one. Um, it's a noon kick. It's at the State Fair. I mean, one of the best <clears throat> atmospheres in all of college football. Obviously, probably the the first time in in a long time. I would I think somebody might have said 2009. I don't know what stats they were going off of what the rank, rankings were, but probably in the last 10 years. That both of these com- teams came in ranked with like a lot of expectations um, in this rivalry, and, normally, and, and both undefeated. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, what What do you think is going to happen in this one? Man, this is going to be honestly a tough one to to pick. Um, man, where do I start here? <laughs> um, when When you look at that over under, JC, like you were talking about, that that is like a weird one to kind of go after. Um, I know we don't pick that, but um. I'll start by saying Oklahoma has the fifth best defense in the nation right now. Uh, we can get into the whole, you know, who have they played, and we will get into that because the, the strength oh, yeah. of the schedule yeah, is thirty we'll, second. We'll get into it. They're thirty second um, in the nation so far with strength of schedule so far. Um, but even that being said, they're five and zero against the spread. Oklahoma is so th- that that's kind of weird. And then like Texas's defense is thirteenth in the nation right now. Um, based on points per game and everything, they're only three and two against the spread. Um, I'll say this too, uh, JC, you can probably cut in anytime you want to because you seem like you have some stats on. Uh... <laughs> no, it's just funny because the the couple <laughs> stats I have, you just happen to have like the perfect one to to, to we can counter for the rebuttal. So yeah, give give, give well, your, there you go. I don't know what he said, but <laughs> I hope I didn't hear what I thought I said. All right, so no, the, go ahead and finish finish. <laughs> The rebuttal. That's oh, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard something else. Heard something else. Oh, <laughs> headphone lovers so, are gonna no love something that to do one. with our uh, previous con- when we when we first yeah, started. No, no, no. All right. Yeah, nah. Jacob, no, finish your take real quick. That what you were saying, and then and then I'll I'll give you my straight. Right. Um, like I said, 
the thing that kind of pushed me, I'll tell you my pick. Um, I'm picking Texas. They're, they're six-point favorites, and I've been big on Oklahoma, even with Dylan Gabriel. Um, we, we know the bets and the, the, the fun back and forth we've had all year about Oklahoma and stuff. But this Texas team is not where Oklahoma is going to overcome that. Um, this Texas team is different. Um, they, they've played tough for competition. Um, that's for sure. Their uh, opponent's combined schedule is 17 and 8 compared to Oklahoma's, which is 13 and 12. Um, so this Texas team has faced harder competition. They've done well against it. Uh, they gave Kansas their first loss. Um, and the only two losses they have against the spread was against Wyoming, where they didn't cover by a few points, and against um, Rice, where they didn't cover by a few points. They still handled those teams easily. Um, so this Texas team, man, they're just different in my mind. So that's why I got Oklahoma. But I'm interested to hear y'all's, y'all's take on it. I well, want to take up too much time. No, no. It's funny because like I'm going to make a rebuttal against why all those things you said about Oklahoma that the opposite. And I still don't know if I'm picking Oklahoma or Texas yet. So, okay, okay. so I'm I'm going I'm going back and forth, but just to your point about Oklahoma's defense, right? You said top five in the nation. So Oklahoma, Texas has faced four teams inside of the top seventy in scoring. Their defense has faced four teams top seventy. Oklahoma has faced zero. No team they face is in the top seventy in scoring in the entire nation. So yeah, I would expect them to have a top five defense. So I guess I'll kind of give you guys your flowers on that part. Every time they came in and beat a team. And you're like, well, they, they did give up zero no matter what team it is. So there is that aspect of it, too. And that, that does play a part. Like, you still have to, you know, play above your competition when you're Oklahoma. For, so for them to absolutely just dominate everybody for the most part this year, I would say it's still impressive, especially coming off last year. The other thing I will say is that Oklahoma's only played uh, one top 50 team this season so far. They will only play one team in the top 30 the rest of the year. That's it. So, hmm. Clint's bets looking pretty yeah. good. But I will well, say, I good teams looking really good. Good teams uh, cover, but or what is the saying? Is good teams win, but great teams cover? Like I said, Oklahoma's five and zero against the spread. Well, I mean, so, I guess technically our picks are against are against the spread. So yeah, that's probably what I should be worried about. But I right. also just I need a loss here for my own sake for me and Clint's side bet. But uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree, man. This this is the thing, man. It's it's when Dylan Gabriel's healthy, which he hasn't been for the majority of his career, but he has this year. He's he's one of the top ten quarterbacks in the country, and he gives him every chance to win. But it is it is true that they haven't played anybody yet. So like, what is? It's obviously they're good on offense. Their defense is, uh, I mean, sound, right? It's just they still haven't. When you haven't played a top seventy offense, like what? I, I don't know what they have or what they don't have. Like it's gonna be it's hard to tell. So this being their first real test is nice because they've played a lot of games. They've kind of worked some kinks out in their offense and whatnot. So it's gonna be interesting. The six points tough, man. It is tough. Um I I just think that Oklahoma or Texas is coming up with a lot of expectations. This is the first year I know we keep saying Texas is back every year. I actually feel like a, a playoff is in their future this season and possibly national championship. And I think they're feeling the same way. So it's not going to be last year's absolute drumming of Oklahoma. It's not going to be that. I think it's going to be a close game. But the way the season's gone, the way Texas played Alabama, the way they've handled the pressure, to be honest, it's probably a good thing Colorado and some other teams are taking a lot of the buzz because Texas has just been handling business and we haven't been talking. There hasn't been a lot of drama around the program. So it's going to be close, but give me Texas in the six points. Um, 
it wouldn't surprise me if it's a field goal game. Um, but I think Texas comes out with just just that six points minute stuff. So give me give me Texas and, and the six. I'll uh, I'll take that. Well, uh, we're all three together once again, boys. Uh, I've got Texas as well. I, what y'all are omitting though <clears throat> is one of the greatest stat that we've had so far this year, and that is you fade Oklahoma every other week. It's it's the other <laughs> I week. Forgot boys. about that. It's the other week. They uh they went off last week, fifty to twenty against Iowa State. So that they're, they're gonna be down. Um, no, in all seriousness, I I I thought the number was gonna be more like seven seven and a half for the spread, and that that was gonna make it a tough decision for me. But at, at six, I'll I'll definitely take Texas. Um, <clears throat> Texas has played some some competition so far. Obviously, they played Alabama. Um. And, and they've had to kind of earn it a little bit more than like you were saying there, JC, than uh, Oklahoma has. Um, and this might look a little similar to how we viewed last week with uh, Clemson and Syracuse. I know the the narratives aren't the same, but we, I, at least for me, <clears throat> I was looking at that like, oh man, this could really go either way. But then we talked about Syracuse really hasn't played anybody yet. Yeah, they look great, but they really haven't played like competition at all. This could come down to that again, and we saw how it turned out last week. Clemson just looked like the better team through and through. Um, so yeah, give me Texas. This is not an indictment on Oklahoma. They're still a really good team. Obviously, I think they're just a year behind Texas. They're uh, they're still new. They're still developing. So uh, give me Texas this year. If this was Texas this year and Oklahoma of next year, this might be a lot uh, a, a different game. But I think once we we see these two teams play this this coming week, we'll be like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Yeah, Texas is definitely the better team. Two two things real quick. Um, I actually really like how you put that, how mm-hmm. Oklahoma's a year behind. Because I think you're right. Obviously, all the trash I've talked about last year, 6-6 six and six team, mm-hmm. and the improvement. I mean, they're already going to almost be at that mark already. So definitely a big improvement. And I think somewhere they have to be, um, at least based on Venables and the expectations of Oklahoma. Second thing is, don't don't say you're, you're every other week stat and then try to come off of it. No, like at this point, it's gospel. It's a real stat. <laughs> yeah. You've done it every other yeah. week. So I'm a believer. Actually, I meant to bring that up and I totally forgot, but because <clears throat> last week I was so happy. I was like, oh, that's right. This is their down week. So <laughs> listen, it's going to happen. I believe in it. <clears throat> believe in your stat because it's so far, it's the, the most real true stat that we have. And look, that's, Dude, I just that's, own it. I, it's I the it. only, my only bright spot really of this year. <laughs> I've gotten pretty much every other thing wrong. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, I'll take that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, this is Sark's third year and Venable's second year. So I think you nailed that. I've I've heard other people say that, but I think you're really right on it too. Is that yeah, they're they're one year behind. So this being in Texas, you know, meaning mm-hmm. with all the momentum they got and stuff, I just think you know Oklahoma could keep this within ten, but they probably Texas will cover the six. Where where else did you hear that? Because if you're listening to other podcasts, we're gonna have a problem. <laughs> are you asking me or him no i'm asking jacob because he oh. said he heard your take oh, oh. And- just you know people okay i'm not shutting anybody answer. out here. good answer good answer good answer no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding. we obviously listen to a bunch of people we're fans so certainly gonna give you a hard time all right moving on um from the game of the week game of the year we'll see ohio state maryland it's a noon kickoff on fox man anytime uh i get to hear gus johnson call a game dude I'm I'm always there for it as much as I'm not necessarily an Ohio State fan, but uh, Ohio State the line has changed. They're now 20 point favorites. They are hosting Maryland. 
Um, I'll go ahead and open up real quick, guys. Um, Ohio State, um, I think the narrative, like, it's funny how, how easy the narrative can change, right? If if they don't beat Notre Dame in that last second play, the, Notre, the narrative is Ryan Day and Devin McCord and all this stuff, right? Obviously, they pulled that one out, so now it's Ohio versus the world, according to Ryan Day, and, you know, Lou Holtz is our biggest enemy right now, yada, yada, yada. At the same time, I know th- this conversation is going to come up a lot, especially in this week's game about ranked teams, undefeated teams that maybe don't have the schedule that maybe correlate with, with how they look, a la Louisville. We'll get to that later. But Maryland, uh, Tua, Tua's brother, uh, I think it's like Talia. I'm going to mess it up. But anyway, Tua Tungvaluwa's little brother, quarterback of Maryland. He set most of their records. He's been there for four or five years now. He's averaged like 350-something yards passing a game. I get it. It's not the greatest competition, but Maryland has an offense that can score points. They've got some guys that have been there a while, some playmakers at receiver. Um, Ohio State's going to win this game. They're going to win this game by two touchdowns, but 20 points is a lot, especially facing this high-potency offense. So give me Maryland to cover that 20 points. Yep, I got the exact same thing. Uh, it's just just a lot of points. I uh, And Ohio State, obviously a very good team, very good defensively, but when when you have when you're playing opponents that can score quickly, which this Maryland team can, uh, it's it's tough to pull away. Uh, even if you do for a little bit, they could come right back. And I, I think not that uh, Maryland's going to give much of a scare. I don't think maybe in the first half, Ohio State will pull away in the second half. But I do think that this that's just a lot of points. And for a Maryland team that has a lot of high hopes because of the way they've been playing this year, they're 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 going to be coming after them. And uh, so yeah, I'll take I'll take Maryland in the points. Ooh, buddy, y'all got me wanting to change my pick. I swear. <laughs> yeah, I got Maryland too in the twenty points. Um, doing you know all the research and looking at this game, man, seeing five and zero besides Maryland one is weird, but two is you know Ohio State is randomly hosting an undefeated or uh, unranked five and zero team. Like you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, but Ohio State's defense has looked just as good, if not. I don't want to say better than Michigan because not many people's defense look better than Michigan. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, only giving up 10 points to a high-flying Western Kentucky team. Like, man, this is going to be tough for, for Maryland, tough sledding for Maryland. But um, 20 points is a lot, and I think it even could be a backdoor cover because I think Ohio State could even pull away by three scores and pull off some of their first-string guys. And then to, uh, to his brother, which, J.C., you nailed his name, is going to be out there. I'm still slinging away, and I think he still may even put up the most yards that this Ohio State defense has allowed this year, um, which is saying something because they faced Notre Dame's you know offense and Western Kentucky's offense, and um, but uh, I, twenty points is just too many to not take Maryland, so I'll take them. I like it. I like it. All right, so moving on, I just changed my pick for this next game. It's like right now, Uh Florida State. And Virginia Tech, Florida State's 24-point favorites. Over-unders at 53. That's a 3.30 kickoff on ABC. Uh, Clint, we'll start with you on this one. Dude, this is the one of the ones that I just was not sure about. 20, wait, 24, you said, right? 24, yep. and I'm scratching out what I picked because of the uh, previous games I just saw the score of and, and the teams they played. So I'm changing mine currently. Okay. Um. <laughs> And and uh, I believe Florida State they're coming off a bye week. Am, am I am I correct? Right? That is yeah. that is correct. Yeah. Let me let me go ahead and take Florida State. You know they were able to recoup. They've had a they've had a busy first half of the season, and uh, they needed that bye week. I think they're going to come back come back after after uh, 
being able to rest some. Uh, and maybe not this 24 might look too low by the end of this game. Um, so let, let me take Florida State and uh, let, let's see if I get burned on that. Yeah, Jason, I can already tell you what your pick is going to be because you changed it to Florida State um, to cover <laughs> the 24 um, because yeah. you saw what 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 they had going on. Um, by week, get everybody rested up. Florida State's hit their their main section of the schedule. Already crushed LSU and just snuck away from Clemson. Um, still got to play Miami and a couple of decent other ACC teams in Florida at the end of the year. Um, which is that is that game at Florida? By the way, I don't know why I'm thinking about that now, but. It is uh, at Florida, so dear God, who knows what will happen there. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, this team's had a week to rest up. Virginia Tech is just, I mean, it's not at home, so they don't have the advantage of uh, inner Sandman. Not that that's given them any kind of advantage this year anyway. Um, but yeah, Florida State was my pick right as I saw this game, even if it was going to be 30 in my mind. This is a get-right game for Florida State. I mean, they're freaking undefeated, so get-right is subjective. But um, like you said, they've kind of struggled through the last couple of weeks at Boston College and, and Clemson. So um, I, I got them covered. Have you guys heard anything else about uh, Jordan Travis? I'm, I'm assuming they're keeping it kind of in-house, but if no major thing, I'm, I'm assuming this is a really good week for him to kind of get get his shoulder back. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, you know, initially, and I, I normally don't change my, my gut pick off the rip, but just looking at Virginia Tech in the last few games they played, they started the year, they beat Old Dominion. They lost to Purdue at home. They go to Rutgers and get stomped out by uh, 20 points, 19 points. Yeah. And they Rutgers lose to, is good, though. Rutgers is good. And then they lose to Marshall by seven. And <laughs> then they beat uh, one and three at the time, Pitt team, by a couple touchdowns. Um, but with, with Florida State coming off a of bye week, like you said, Jacob, I'm sure they've, they've been a little narratives, whether it's fair or not, that you know, like I said, struggled versus Boston College. Struggled, if you want to say, versus Clemson, a good Clemson team. Uh, but coming off a of bye week, Travis, hopefully that shoulder's healthy. Go ahead and get a big lead. Let him sit the, the fourth quarter and then move on with the rest of the schedule. So, yeah, give me give me Florida State and the 24 points on that one. Oh, yeah, and Virginia Tech, too, is um, giving up 177 yards rushing per game. So, honestly, this is a big Trey Benson game. I think they could kind of have Travis come in lightly, just throw a little bit. He can throw 150 yards, and that could be all he needs because I think they're going to roll this team. Yeah. So. Just hand the ball off, let the let the big boys get it done up front. Yep. Not not a bad game plan. All right, uh, moving on to USC, the number nine team in the country. I believe they dropped one spot after last week's uh, seven-point win over Colorado. They're taking on Arizona at home. That's a 10-30 kick on ESPN. USC opens up as 21.5-point favorites. Um, I'll be honest, man. After one, after last week's showing out Washington and the take that Jacob gave us leading, on to, leading into that game, about Arizona, the schedule they played, the teams that they beat and or played close. Give me Arizona to cover the 21 and a half. Um, I appreciate you, Jacob, for giving us all the insight last week. And then obviously the showing they had versus Washington, that, that's definitely kind of why I lean that way. So with that being said, Jacob, I'll start with you on this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm picking Arizona too. That's a lot of points. Um, I wish I had USC's uh, against the spread stats right now. But uh, they're still undefeated, of course. and this uh, Arizona team is not giving up a, a whole bunch of rushing yards, 99, um, but they're giving up 248 through the air. So um, I I, I kind of saw that coming with Washington. One, because Washington's just been crushing everybody. It's not something you can do every single week. Um, and plus, I was at Arizona. But this one's at USC. Um, like I said, my pick is still Arizona. But that, that 
SC defense, man, it's just it's not it's not good, man. And it's hard to just have them cover it. Uh, what's his name? Caleb Williams may still throw another six touchdowns like he did last weekend, which is just insane. He's consistently doing that with ease. Um, he may easily do that against this defense. Um, it's, it's set up for him to do that. But as bad as Arizona's defense is through the air, giving up 248, SC's is giving up 256. So, like, this is going to be a shootout. Whatever the hell the over-under is, please give me the over. Um, but I still have Arizona covering for that reason. Yeah, uh, over under 72. <clears throat> I, I don't know if you like that. Um, yeah, it's like, <laughs> Instant regret. <maybe. laughs> I mean, you might like, be no, right. That could happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could um, be another 48 to 35 game or something. Yeah. To be fair, I thought maybe the Washington-Arizona game last week would kind of be a high-scoring game, too, and it wasn't all that high-scoring. But y'all y'all mentioned it. I mean, especially you, Jacob, USC's defense. We've seen them all year. They're leaky, very leaky. Um and Arizona plays really well. Uh, I I wasn't really down on them. I just didn't put a lot of uh, respect on their name, I guess. And they they took Mississippi State over time. They only lost by one score to uh, a Washington team that's uh, obviously very good this year. So yeah, at twenty one and a half, if USC scores three touchdowns and I'm still in the win, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. So uh, give me Arizona and the points. I think that's the right move. Uh consensus on that one so the next game is notre dame at louisville notre dame coming in ranked number 10 traveling to undefeated louisville ranked number 25 notre dame six and a half point favorites clint i'm going to start with you and this is why beginning of the year of course you are yeah i mean look this is this is the reason acc preview you said don't be surprised if louisville is undefeated at some point and because of their schedule it's weak somebody's gonna think hey man they're a pretty good team Maybe not so much. I don't know if this is a fair game to point that to because if they get beat by 20 points, look, Notre Dame's a, obviously a top 10 team. But it's funny how you said that and here we are, you know, not even halfway through the season and they've snuck into the rankings as an undefeated team. So that's why I'm going to start with you in this Louisville team. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually how I'm basing this pick off of. I'm, I'm going to Notre Dame and right. uh, I'll lay the, uh, what, what is it at? Let's see. Six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. Um, now Louisville, listen, they might they might prove me wrong, um, but Notre Dame has played a heck of a season so far. I mean, they've uh, similar to Florida State. They've they've had. I to feel like earn, they've had like a season of memories. I feel like we've they've had so many like, it's, good games like, yeah. already, and and they they're just getting started. They still got Clemson and USC and other right. teams coming up. Very memorable primetime games where the games ended up being awesome games right right so that that makes it a little scary because then you're like man are they just mentally exhausted already at this point in the year right. i don't think they are um i i think sam harman's got a great head on his shoulders he's a, a veteran quarterback we've seen what he could do so far this year um it, it might just be one of those situations where uh after this game we're we're like okay like louisville's good but notre dame's great so give me give me notre dame and I, i'll uh lay the six and a half i like it i like it yeah, you have me wanting to rethink my pick just for some reason, but I, I have Notre Dame uh, covering the six and a half because of Louisville not having the – they got the offense, it seems like, but just not having the proven wins yet. Um, we thought they – coming into this year, they had the weakest ACC schedule. They they avoided Clemson. They avoided um, Florida State. They avoided, I think, North Carolina as well. So um, they did draw the other, quote, ACC team, Notre Dame, but um, like – Notre Dame, I think, hasn't lost a game. What was the stat I saw? Like, hasn't lost a game against an ACC opponent in, like, 35. Maybe it was a home stat or something. But they, they're they crushing the ACC as it is. Um, 
So I, I have to stick with Notre Dame. Um, they're five and one against the spread this year. So uh, six and a half, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. And uh, Clint, to your point too about all these these games that they've had close games um, and really kind of back and forth games. For, to my understanding, they haven't really had any uh, key injuries as far as as far as I know. Um, so props to them too for staying healthy for the most part. Because like I said, they still got Notre Dame in November. I'm sorry, they still have Clemson in November, and then they play USC as well. So this is if if this team gets to the playoff, dude, it's going to be kind of hard to pick against them just based on the fact that they would have already been through it all and probably had you know one of the tougher schedules, um, at least by teams that were at least ranked in the top 25 at some point by the time by the time we get there. So I'm I'm with you guys. Give me a Notre Dame six and a half. With, with what I said about Louisville, I don't think they're a bad team. I just think that for the record and what it shows that they aren't maybe necessarily what, what their record shows at the end. So um, deservedly at this point, though, to be ranked. And, um, all right. Sorry, one last thing, too, oh, just before you move on. If you're worried about Louisville and how, how they can score points, man, maybe just for Notre Dame, hand it off to that running back. You got Estime, who's yep. got like 95 carries, 672 yards, and uh, a few touchdowns to his name. So, yeah, there might just be a situation where they'll just slow it down and not even really yep. let Louisville have the ball much this game. I think they have like 10 or estimate himself has 10 runs of over 20 yards or more this season, which is God. Okay. Heck of yeah. a pace. Including so, one of those being like a, a pretty much a buzzer beater, almost walk off yep, to, to be yeah. two, I mean, yep. a few seconds yeah. left on the clock. So yeah, shout out to him and, and that, and that old, on the O line getting it done. All right, moving on Alabama at Texas A&M. It's a three thirty kick on CBS. Alabama opens up as two and a half point favorites over under is 50. I think a, some of the heat is off A&M, again, because they're just not in the headlines with all the other stuff going on in college football. But I think Jimbo still needs a good showing here because um, the boosters and, and those people at A&M are only going to uh, start coming down on them more as the season goes. Um, again, Alabama, two and a half point favorites. I think Alabama has, we kind of know what they are, right? They're not going to be spectacular on offense. They have those moments where Jalen Milrow, uh, you know, shines with his legs. He has moments where he does throw a good deep ball down the field. That being said, even even with some of the struggles, if you will, they've had, I think they're two and a half points better than A&M. Uh, so give me Alabama to cover the two and a half. And Jacob, we'll start with you on this one. Yeah, um, I've, I've got the same pick. Um, a lot of people are, are high on A&M for this game because of how it's gone the past two years. Um you know, the last, like in 2022, it was 20 to 24 Bama. And uh, in 21, it was 38 to 41 um, A&M. Um, both of those home teams won, but they were both on the last play of the game. So these this t- this game has been really competitive the past two years. Um, A&M, if they didn't have that second half against Miami, um, where they just kind of shit the bed pr- pretty much, um, I think this team could be ranked. Um, they're still four and one, and they're still not ranked. Um, they got the same record as Alabama. Um, I, I personally think I've heard, you know, Bama's schedule is the toughest in the in the nation when you look at strength of schedule. Um, but even with that being said, they still have to play Tennessee, LSU, Kentucky, and at Auburn to end the year. But this really could, if you take those numbers away from those other teams in front of them with the rankings, this could be their hardest game left on the schedule. Um, I think I said this in the in the you know the SEC preview that I think um, A&M has the most five stars like 40 or uh, the stat was 40 of their top 100 recruits 
um, out of the program history are on the roster currently right now. Um, so this is a pretty damn good team and it's just, they're not being ranked. So this could be their hardest game. Um, that being said, I'm still picking Bama because it's still freaking Bama. Um, as much as I want for them to lose, it's hard to hit that panic button like we talked about the past couple of pods. Um, I think they'll find their strengths against this and try to, you know, and plus A&M too, I meant to mention this, Connor Wiggum's out for the year, right? So they're having to go with a backup. Max Johnson. Yeah. Max yeah, Johnson, the, uh, which is the a transfer good backup. from LSU, yeah. He's got some experience. Yeah, experience, good backup, but first game, you get to freaking play Bama. Here you go, have at it. Good luck with that. Um, as you saw, Bama's defense is still really good, uh, shutting down Mississippi State last week, which y'all know how good their offense is. So, you know, I have to take Bama. With it only being two and a half now, if it was like seven or something, I would take A&M. But only two and a half, I'm taking Bama. And which way did you go, J- uh, JC? Yeah, I'm going to Alabama as well. Don't let this influence oh, pick. Man. Well, so <laughs> we picked exactly the same up until this point. Really? So now I'm just tempted. And the quarterback being out does hurt, but Max Johnson, I mean, if you're going to have a, another backup, it's a guy who had experience at the SEC level. So, like, it's not true. It's, it's not, not a here's huge, yeah. huge, crazy drop off. So, I've That's actually flipped off this game uh, since I was looking at just ESPN's lineup of the, the games uh, since yesterday. I flipped off like six times. Like, I have no idea. Um, mm-hmm. AM has a pretty good defense. Especially as of late, I think that I don't have the stats in front of me. I want to say they're top three in the nation in sacks and like top three in the nations in tackles for loss. Monroe has looked better lately. Uh, I'll I'll give him that. And Alabama needed that desperately. Uh, however, I think once he starts getting spooked again, if A and M can get in the backfield, if they can start disrupting what Alabama has been doing as of late, I think this could be a problem. And it gets loud there. At AM. Uh, oh yeah. So let, let me go ahead and take AM. Let, let me let me pull out the panic button when this this cashes in for me and I can start to smash the panic <laughs> for Alabama. Uh breaking news, gentlemen. <laughs> it was two and a half and it just changed to one and a half for Bama. Did it? So yeah, it did. Ooh, so the money's following AM then. Uh yeah, I'll uh let, let me take AM and uh We'll have something to talk about this week. That's gonna that's gonna probably prove you right. I just can't switch it now at this point. Yeah, that's true. But uh, no, I, I mean, look, A and M's only lost one game. And that's to a, a pretty good Miami team, I would say. Um, so yeah, I think that'll be. We'll see how Max Johnson does. That's gonna be the kind of the biggest question mark going into it. I can't believe you just broke out the breaking news soundbite. Yeah, it's I just refreshed the page and it's now one and a half. So I thought I had to. My God! In the middle of I our thought so. I initially thought it was. Oh, I thought that was on me. The panic button. Yeah, I thought it was on the panic yeah, button. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang, he had that thing loaded. Yeah, All dude, right. locked, just ready. Like, <laughs> yeah. as soon as he says panic button on Alabama, I got this. I'm ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. We probably should have that. All right, <clears throat> we should. All right, we'll move on to probably the you know best uh, conference in the nation right here. Um, according to Pat McAfee, they are the conference of champions, so he calls them cock. Um, Washington, <laughs> Washington State, ranked number 13, traveling to UCLA. That's actually a 3 p.m. kickoff Eastern Standard Time. UCLA opens up as three and a half point favorites. This is what's going to happen. Oh, wait, UCLA's favorite? That changed. I thought Washington State was favored. Nope. Hey, that. damn it. Because I was going to, I had UCLA winning by a field goal. 
<laughs> so, no. uh, man. Well, so then I guess I got to go the other way then. Huh, crazy. All right, well, I'm still going UCLA by field goal, so I guess I got to take the points. Okay. Um, this one, this is the one I went through all my picks, made my picks. <laughs> I've thought about this game two or three times, dude. I just could not. Um, my question is, what Dante Moore are we going to get? If we get the the one for the first three games, I was leaning to UCLA all the way. This is going to be a shootout regardless if we get that Dante Moore because Cam Ward is a sleeper pick for the Heisman right now. 1,390 yards, 13 touchdowns, no mistakes, no picks. Like This dude's been falling out. But it just depends on what Dante Moore, because you saw what Utah did to him last week. Uh, they only scored seven points. I mean, that that just kind of came out wait, of nowhere. Wait, wait, wait. Not not Utah. Didn't Utah play Oregon State last week? No, UCLA was at Utah. Well, uh, they, oh. Utah had a bye. It was two weeks ago. Okay, okay, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I yeah, just want to make two sure. Two weeks ago. UCLA had a bye. So the last time they were on the field, they only scored seven points. Got it. That That's hard to... Man, it's just like if if we knew what Dante Moore was going to be, like if we didn't have that game, I would be like, right, man. But, but do you think Washington State's defense is as good as Utah's? I mean, Utah's. I think up until a point, we thought one of the better defenses that we've seen. I would say it is. It definitely is. Utah's a really well coached team, but um, I mean, right now UCLA's defense has given up 100 less yards per game than Washington State. Now, the whole like who have you played? They played Coastal and stuff like that, which Grayson McCall right. they've played him but um you know UCLA's got this game at home um but man after, even at, with all that being said I I with not sure what kind of Dante Moore we're gonna get um I'm, I'm taking Cam Ward I've seen it from him multiple weeks and I've got to take Washington State um you're giving me three and a half points for Washington State too like I'm shoot I'm I'll take that all day yeah, give me Washington State as well. Um, I don't have a lot to add to that. You, you had some good points there. Um, uh, I'm not going to bet against Cam Ward right now. That dude's going off, and I bet against him as far as the spread goes earlier this year, and it burned me. Uh, really good team. I mean, one of those that, like, you start looking at them, and you're like, I mean, guys, uh, we might we talk about USC, Oregon, Washington. Uh, you got this Washington State team. That might just sneak couple of these other guys um if they're not careful you see this could be a tough tough game like you said it's at ucla um but I, i'm again i'm gonna stick with cam Ward on this one so uh and i get let's see three and a half you said yeah ucla's favorite three and a half yes yeah, so yeah dude, washington state and, and the points I, th- I don't know why i confused myself too just thinking washington state came in as the favorite so when when I thought it was Washington State three and a half, in my head I'm like, Washington State's gonna kick a field goal, win the game, so I gotta pick UCLA. That's what I meant to say. Washington State wins by a field goal. So now that it's flip flop, easy pick for me to pick Washington State and the points because I'll pick them to win anyway. So now that I've confused everybody, including myself and the masses, <laughs> let's move yeah. on. I think you did that on purpose uh, that way you can't really no, lose I the pick this no, week. I, I, like, no, no, I, I said this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in my this well, that's the problem. I can't anything I say, this is all things going through my head as you guys are talking, like, who I'm picking because nothing's yeah. written down, it's all in the dome. So yeah, it's, there's no way to prove it. But it's I'm start writing these down. So Maybe. That, that, I don't know, it's working chaotic. Probably. Yeah, but... Yeah, you're right, shut up. We don't need to talk but, about it. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Score more. Score more. Yeah. <laughs> he realized Fair I was enough. coming. Change, change back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Um, UNC, Syracuse, UNC's eight and a half point favorites. Garrett Schrader, hell of a football player. Enjoyed watching him last week versus Clemson. 
they do not give this man a lot of help at all. I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. So easy pick on me, Drake May, UNC. I think they're going to win by 10 plus. So give, give me eight and a half in, in the Tar Heels. Okay. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I've got Syracuse actually. Um, this is in North Carolina at Chapel Hill. So it kind of makes me second guess it a little bit, but um, I saw flashes out of Syracuse, even against that uh, Clemson defense and stuff. They still played pretty well. Um, I, I, I was surprised at how good Garrett Schrader's played this year because I remember back in the ACC preview, I was like, I'm not really scared of him. They got rid of Sean Tucker. He's off to the NFL now. Um, and I, I thought it was just going to be him. And I was like, well, how are they going to whatever? But um, they they played very well this year. Again, they had played by Till Clemson. But, I mean, North Carolina's undefeated right now at 4-0. But Drake May has not played his best last, uh, so far this year. Only five touchdowns and, and still those four picks, which is – think twice as much as he had last year then he had two picks last year wait he's um, thrown how many touchdowns five touchdowns that's it was that all versus carolina and then he hasn't thrown anymore that's is that, how is that what happened no they, they scored 31 score. against they, carolina i know i know but that's how it felt yeah i mean and playing and going to two overtimes against app state which you know they, they're trying to get them off the schedule they just can't that's just a weird game for him um they haven't played anybody else that's really like Pitt's terrible this year minnesota's not great this year I mean, they haven't played anybody just yet that can kind of hang with them um, besides South Carolina and, and and I guess App State technically. But we don't even count. That's like a one-off game. Um, but uh, so I think this, this Syracuse team can kind of hang with them and Drake May's going to have to prove it. I'm just going to have to throw for three or four touchdowns. So that's why I take Syracuse. Give me eight and a half points with that offense. I'll, I'll take that. Who do y'all think is better? Jacob, I know you're a little bias coming in here. Clemson or North Carolina? As a team, honestly, yeah. at th- at this point, I would say Clemson. Just from what I've seen, from what I've watched, I would say Clemson. Like, okay, I'll give you a. What do you think the line would be if they're on a neutral field? Is that kind of more or less a question you want to ask me? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would say honestly, the the line would probably be like eleven or twelve, Clemson's way. That's. I'm surprised it'd be that high. I, in my mind, I'm, I'm making that up. There's no nothing to I th- that. I, I think just... we're like five and a half, six. <clears throat> the line. I think you guys are can win easily by fourteen. But yeah, I don't know. It depends. Yeah, where where's the game at? I guess. Oh, you said neutral site. Yeah. yeah. The reason I asked is just because I I kind of feel the same way. And I going back to what we've talked about so far this year and in the preseason and when you rank teams, and it, you can't really move them down a whole lot because you've already ranked them and all that's messed. I think Clemson is looking a lot better as the year goes on, and it just doesn't reflect in the rankings yet. Uh, yeah. And I think Clemson was only, what was it, like a six and a half uh, point favorite at uh, Syracuse? I, I can't remember exactly last I week. I have to look back at it. Either yeah, way, it, was, it, it wasn't anything crazy. I know yeah, that. it wasn't this line uh, at, what do we got, eight and a half? And again, I think Six Clemson's, and a half, good memory. Yeah, yeah, and I think Clemson's better than North Carolina. And I get it that last week's game was at Syracuse, um, but they're giving uh, North Carolina eight and a half. Uh, that's a little a little much for me. I think I'm with you, Jacob. I'm a, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Drake May prove me wrong on this one. He hasn't had the greatest season. Um, he's really not even in the Heisman talks at all. Um, still a good quarterback, but at eight and a half, Syracuse still a good team. Um, like I said, Clemson, I think, is just better than what a lot of people expected. Uh, and maybe they're down on Syracuse because of that. So give me Syracuse, and uh, I'll take the eight and a half points. 
I like it. I like it a little bit different in the last couple as we kind of get into the the uh, later part of the ranking. Yeah. Here we go. Next, number 15, Oregon State at Cal. Um, Oregon State coming off a big win versus Utah, 21-7. Um, you know, pretty dominant win as far as if you look at kind of the stats-wise. Their their defense played really well. Offense did what they needed to do running the ball to get that win. I think I, I think I've been kind of back and forth on Oregon State. Some weeks I've taken them, some weeks I haven't. I don't know. If they necessarily haven't burned me, but I think this team is is built on running the the ball with the running backs with uh, DJ. Um, they throw the ball when they have to. The O lines held up held up tremendously. I'd say, um, based on and even going back a couple weeks ago, and then especially versus um, Utah last week, um, beating them by fourteen. To me, this is kind of a no brainer. Give me Oregon State and the nine and a half. It's tough as we get later on in the conference play, but I. I They've proven that they, you know, they can beat these teams. Um, surprised me last week, so I'm going to take Oregon State at nine and a half. Uh, yeah, that that's kind of how I'm feeling on this. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um, and I I was kind of like sketchy with Oregon State, but I think last week's win, even though it's just we say just Utah, Utah's ranked. They were a good team. Uh, yeah, I was starting I think, to get kind of high on them as they the season mm-hmm. was going on, and I think that was honestly, I think it was a a good confidence boost for DJU and this this uh, Oregon State team. Uh, their only loss is to uh, a Washington State team. It was 38-35. It's a three-point loss, and we just talked about Washington State. They're a really good team this year. So I'm, I'm not going to doubt them. I, at nine and a half, it's a, a, a little a little worried about just the, the spread just because Oregon State, they're not ones to just actually blow people out. So we'll see how that goes. But give me Oregon State. I'll, uh, I'll lay the nine and a half. Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, them beating Utah 21-7, even without Cam Rising, is still impressive. Um, so Cal just hasn't been impressive to me this year. Um, they got blown out by Washington, but I mean, who hasn't? Um, losing to Auburn, which we saw they can be good, they can be bad. You know, you never know what you're going to get with them. Um, Cal just, they're not UCLA this year, I'll tell you that. Um, so I, I have to take Oregon State with the nine and a half. I'll be glad to be wrong. Cal proved me wrong, but I got to take them. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it sh- should be an interesting game. I, I know you mentioned Utah there just for a second, so did I. I'm hoping that um, this bye week coming up and the fact that Rising hasn't played, that by the time you know, we see him next week, uh, maybe Rising will actually play because um, this, this Utah team still undefeated, ranked number 18. they still, you know, still trying to win that conference, so it be interesting to see if, if he can actually get healthy this season. All right, moving on. Number 16, Ole Miss, coming off a absolute insane win over LSU. Um, crazy high-scoring high game. Um, taking on Arkansas, Ole Miss is 11.5-point favorites. Over-unders at 62.5. Look, we have some to compare it to, right? Arkansas played LSU. Um, I'd say kind of a shootout. They lost 34-31. Um, obviously, not, not the game it was last week, but if Arkansas is playing well, um, Arkansas can keep up with a lot of teams. I don't think they want to get into a shootout, shootout with his Ole Miss team. Um, with that being said, if they, if the Arkansas team that that came out and played LSU the way they played, which they're capable of, I think that this this can be a close game. So I'm going to take Arkansas and the 11 points. Um, that's just a lot for me in this game. Ole Miss has been so hit or miss. This is almost kind of going with with Clint's Oklahoma thing. They scored 10 points first Alabama. The next week they dropped 55 on LSU. Now, where are we at this week? Time, time will tell, but that's still a lot of points for, a, I believe, it's still a pretty decent um, Arkansas team that likes to run the ball, maybe less possession time for Ole Miss. So that's why I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the, uh, the points in Arkansas there. Yeah, I, I lean the same way. Um, Jason, I don't 
you know, you kind of cut out on my end there a little bit. I don't know if you mentioned last year's score, but um, Arkansas was they won forty two to twenty seven last year. Nice, um, and, and that was a six six and five Arkansas team versus an eight and three um, Ole Miss team, and they were ranked fourteenth at the time. Um, that was that was in Arkansas. Um, this year it's in Ole Miss, which kind of could flip flop there. Um, but I truly don't think that Ole Miss has any more points to give. <laughs> For this week, they <laughs> scored all of them last week in my mind. Um, Arkansas this year just seems like since they've gotten off to such a slow start, they just seem like they're just here to ruin people's fun this year. You know what I'm saying? They're just pissed. Like we, we've already lost three games. It's going to be really hard to make it anywhere this year. We were supposed to be really good this year. Got KJ Jefferson returning. Let's just ruin everybody else's fun this year. Um, so I, I could say, I, I don't want to say that even win outright because it is an Ole Miss and that stadium is crazy especially when they do those stripes that, that that's a beautiful stadium um but i i have to i'll take a uh, arkansas with the 11 points i like it what you got clint yeah we, we kind of talked about uh, ohio's or i'm not oh jesus oh my god uh Ole Miss's defense and how there was none last week they also played a heisman level quarterback now jefferson he's not bad but he's not playing at the level that Daniels is right now. I'm also a little worried about when does, if at all, when does Arkansas start hitting the, the I quit button um, where they just give up? If Ole Miss comes out hot and they're up 14 nothing first quarter, how, how much drive is Arkansas going to have there at Ole Miss Stadium to really fight and bring this back? Like y'all said, they've lost three straight. I am worried, yeah. Did, did Ole Miss just spend up all their points to beat LSU? Um, I don't know. We'll see. This will be a, a, a typical Lane Kiffin situation where they do that to LSU and they come out and they only score 21 against Arkansas. Uh, but I'm actually going to go Ole Miss on this one. I, I think they're they're firing on all cylinders, at least it looks like. And uh, I know 11's a, a, a little rich, but... I just think at this point, Arkansas is just trying to find themselves and they're struggling. So, uh, give me, give me Ole Miss. Yes, we can't let him go last, dude. He's just doing it just because he wants well, so to. Well, th- so this is my thing. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think they're going to quit. I think one, I think they're, they're, I like, I like their coach for sure, Sam Pittman. And then two, if you look at what Jacob said about last year's team, you know, what five and six you said going into that game. Um, look, unfortunately for Arkansas five. or six and five, unfortunately for Arkansas, man, look, which look, same for Ole Miss, right? I, they're in the West, and the West devours itself each and every year. And you know, even even in Arkansas's best days, um, which I, I think they actually did make it to the SEC championship, going back to like uh, what oh eight oh nine, Darren McFadden, Felix Jones type uh, time period. Even then, man, they still weren't looked at the top of the conference. Like I said, I think they made a conference championship one year, but even then, it was LSU and some of these other teams and, and Alabama. So now. You know, to me, you put Arkansas in almost any other conference. I think they're an easy eight nine one team. Will they get to that this year? Time will tell with their schedule. But I think they're a solid team. I don't think they're going to quit. I think they're going to try to grind it out. But even though I'm saying that with them, I don't think Ole Miss is out of points. I don't think Lane Kiffin is out of offense. Um, but like I said, the way the you know they how do you score ten points and then come out and score fifty five? They're they're very inconsistent. So it'll be interesting. Definitely one to keep tabs on. Um, especially with the over under, I believe is still pretty high. Yes, yeah, sixty two and a half. So they're still predicting a pretty high scoring game. That'll be a fun one to watch. Um, let's let's move on. To, we'll we'll head back to the ACC now. Um, number seventeen, Miami. We talked a little a little bit about them just 
you know, referring to Georgia uh, to Texas A&M. They're taking on Georgia Tech at home, eight o'clock kick, ACC Network. Miami is twenty-one point favorites. Um, seems like a lot in a conference game. Uh, Clint, I'll start with you on this one. Man, I don't know, dude. It's like Miami is Miami's good. I think they're good. Georgia Tech has a high-scoring offense that you told us about a few weeks ago. Um, when I guess their offense completely wrong, how good they've been and and efficient they are. But God, man, twenty-one's a lot. Yeah, um, I'm. I wish you would let me go last since I, I just picked based off. Of, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I no, already I, forgot he said that. Short term memory, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's that brain of yours working. Yeah, um, it's working. Some, some, some's happening there. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty one's a lot. Uh, Georgia Tech just lost a ball in green. That's that's a rough look. Yes, they 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 do run up some yardage. Georgia Tech, at least compared to the years past. Um, but I do think Miami's actually decent this year. Not like the fluky kind of like on and off type good. I think they're actually decent this year. Right. Um. And I could see this being a forty-two to twenty game, and so I'll take I'll take Miami and uh, I'll lay the big number. There oh, we wow. go. Okay. There we go. So yeah, twenty-one is a lot of points. Um, I want y'all to take a guess as ranking wise, number wise, as um, Haynes King in passing yards for the season. What does he rank? In the I nation? don't know if I saw the yards, but I know he's like top ten in touchdowns. I think I think he's done like thirteen this year. Yards, I don't know. I'm assuming it's pretty high too. I, I'd what, say top ten in yards. You're you're saying just yardage out of the whole nation? Yeah. I don't know, shoot, I'd say top five. I don't think they run the ball. Well, top five. <laughs> uh, he's actually tenth, um, fourteen eighty. Oh. And JC, I'll just say that you were right on the money <laughs> with uh, passing touchdowns. He's tied with. I want you to guess too. Um, he's tied with Caleb Williams. I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, Dylan Caleb Williams, that's the six touchdowns. Yeah, Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, okay. him and Shadur Sanders. And everybody's been talking about how good Colorado's offense has been besides that one game. So um, that's weird coming out of my mouth saying this is Georgia Tech and everything. But uh, Shout this, out this to the, is... the CFP stat page for those stats. Exactly. Do we have to do that? I don't know. But um, I'm trying to give credit yeah. where credit's due since you're listening to other podcasts anyway. Oh, <laughs> salt. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, this uh, twenty-one points is a lot. I understand this is at Miami. Um, I, I just want to continue to see it from Miami. I just I'm waiting for them to have that one letdown game. Um, and I I, I don't want to say this is it, but I just I want to say that they're not going to cover this spread. That's why I got to protect. So I know all those things I opened up with. Um, I've purposely been hovering my pen in front of this camera this whole time, so you know I didn't change it. I had Miami written down the whole time. Well, there so, you go. so that's that's who I'm sticking with. As much as I said, it's a lot of points. Um, but yeah, Clint kind of made with who did they lose to? You said last week, Bull Green. I think. Yeah, come yeah. on, guys! Like, it was, what, are we, yeah. what are we? Yeah. What are we doing here? No one even goes bowling outside, and they can't even beat that team. So at that point, you lose to a team that's bowling on the green. Um, yeah, we'll t- we'll take uh, Miami in the points. Easy, we'll take twenty one. Not easy, actually. But but give me Miami. All right, uh, a couple more games left, at least in the top 25. Number 21, Missouri, hosting LSU. LSU is six-and-a-half-point favorites coming off a you know, crazy loss at the end of the game. Obviously had their chances to win. Should have played a little bit defense at the end. Would have walked out of there with a win. You guys know how I feel about Missouri and these home games. Um, so I guess we'll let Clint go last. Um, Jacob, I'll let you. Actually, I'll go last. How about that? So I can change my mind. So we'll start with Jacob, go to Clint, and then 
You can try to persuade dude, me. Y'all take one thing and just run with it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's like a relay, man. Hand me the baton. I'm gone. Mm. See ya. Okay. Um, yeah, Missouri 5-0. and um, This is at Missouri. So like Jason said, this place is just absolutely haunted. Um, there's it pentagrams is. everywhere there. You just can't step foot mm-hmm. anywhere. Like, you just better not go play there. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, Jaden Daniels, though. The opinions uh, of my this pick did not reflect the opinions of others. Yeah. <laughs> Terms and conditions. Uh, <laughs> LSU's favorite six and a half. Um, Jaden Daniels, obviously, damn good player. Uh, he's he's probably at least top five in the Heisman right now. Um, seventeen hundred yards, sixteen touchdowns. Like that's just insane numbers after five games. Um, Brady Cook's been playing out of his mind though. I think it's Brady Cook, right? Yep, it's Brady mm-hmm. Cook. Yeah, Brady Cook. Yep. Um, been playing out of his mind. He's a six-two senior. Like he's got eleven touchdowns, no picks himself. Um, Missouri's just not here to mess around anymore, dude. Um, this game being at Missouri, you gave me six and a half. I'm I'm gonna take Missouri. Um, it, it's hard not to because mainly of that LSU defense. You saw what they. The L, I mean, I think it was like uh, Ole Miss broke 30 some fucking tackles last week or something stupid against LSU's secondary and defense, like just absolutely bonkers numbers. So like Missouri is going to be able to at least get a few touchdowns on them. So yeah, I got them covered. Wait, so that, that was for LSU. Yeah. Or no, no, uh, Missouri is going to, yeah. Cover the six now. I'm sorry. Missouri's covering six now. Got it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Let me write that down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've actually been writing down all of our picks. That way I could just put them into the, Oh, like appreciate, team later. appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Damn, get this man a raise. Yeah. I know. Right, well, I got to earn my keep. I suck do at you picks ha- themselves. Do you have so. my Washington State UCLA pick? Because I don't, still don't know. I'm just kidding. I know. I got rid of that. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so we thought about it. Yeah, um, yeah, we got it. We got it. Here's another hypothetical. Is, is Who's better? Ole Miss, Missouri. Neutral site. 330 game. Mm. I'll be honest. Gotta, off the rip, I haven't seen Missouri play enough. I got a lean old miss, but it's tough. I haven't seen them. I haven't really watched Missouri play this year either, but yeah. Yeah. I, I think they're giving up too much, too many pass yards. I'm sorry, but, but <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. You're right. I, I mean, they do give up a lot. Yeah. Um, and I believe last week LSU was, was up, um, by like nine with like, I forget how many minutes left in the fourth. Like LSU was winning yeah. and it, it took some, some crazy football from Ole Miss to you know come out with a win in that game i, I, I i'm gonna take lsu here I, I i like mizzou what they're doing brady cook is coming alive that you know they're just they got that voodoo on their side uh but i think it, it's it can only carry them so far lsu is still a, a scoring machine um can mizzou's defense hold them enough because i don't think as good as brady cook has been that their offense can keep up with the offense that lsu has so can mizzou's defense hold them back enough to, to that way, they keep it close enough to cover the spread. I don't. I don't think so. I think Daniels is going to have another decent game. Um, like I said, he was making some throws last week that was like it, it didn't matter if the if the the corner or the safety was there, he was threading the needle anyway. He's throwing people right. open, yeah. NFL mm-hmm. throws. Mm-hmm. So let let me. I'll take LSU on this one, and uh, I'll definitely be watching it. It's going to be an exciting game. So if this game was at a different time and or a different location. I'd feel a different way, but it's early and LSU's going to be getting hit in the mouth early and it's oh, at Missouri oh. and it's haunted 
And it ain't pentagram haunted, at least from my point of view, because I haven't been there. So whatever Jacob says, don't come at me for. <laughs> but Missouri, six and a half. Give oh, me the points. Man. Give me the points. Dude, who does who does Missouri play? I need to look this up right now. South Carolina. We play South Carolina. The, the day before or the week before Halloween. <laughs> oh God! Please don't be us. Please, this is gonna be, be a pentagram joke. Please, please don't be us. Please oh, do they have a bye? Oh, they have a bye week. God, on the twenty, on the twenty. Yeah, they got a bye week. Yeah, because dude, they, if, all the, if they all win the people this game, inhabit the stadium, the ghosts that night. Yeah, in their colors, like just oh man, right? That would have been awesome vibes for them. I was just curious. Uh, sweet, not quite, not quite. All right, last top twenty-five ranked matchup of the weekend, number twenty-four. Fresno State Bulldogs traveling to Wyoming. Eight o'clock kick. Fresno State's five and a half point favorites. I'll go ahead and give you my take so it's not biased and I'm not persuaded at all <laughs> by you fools. <laughs> give me Fresno State. Five and a half points. I was about to say, you don't want to follow. Go dogs. Go dogs. You don't want to follow my picks anyway. I don't know why go anybody dogs. would want to go oh, after me. I'm definitely not. Go <laughs> <Yeah>. dogs. <laughs> I'm following Shit. the little hamster wheel in my brain. They're saying, "Go dogs!" <laughs> yeah, That's this fair. is gonna. This is a harder one to pick. Just than straight up saying, "Okay, Fresno State." We don't know anything about it. We'll just take them in the points. Um, because it is at Wyoming. Um, I don't even know what their stadium looks like. Maybe they got horses and stuff like around because they it's don't actually have any one stands. of the craziest. They got a crazy good view, if I remember correctly. Oh heck Mount, yeah, mountains and um, shit. Well, add that to the bucket list, and I need to go there. Um. But yeah, I dude, they haven't played any. I mean, they beat App State, I guess, by three. Wyoming did. They beat um, Texas that, Tech. Beat Texas Tech in two overtimes. That was week one. You know, you can kind of put whatever you want into that. Um, again, Fresno State. They beat somebody in two overtimes. They beat ASU twenty to nothing. Beat Nevada last week. Beat Kent State. So it's like, eh, you just don't know how to to lean. Um, at Wyoming, you want Wyoming to cover normally, but I'm still gonna pick Fresno. Five and a half, sure. Why not one score? Keep them undefeated. Give them a New York six ball at this point. Well, remember, remember last week my pick was they're not going to cover. They're coming off. They're number twenty five now. It's in their head. They did not cover. This is different. One, the spread's a lot lower. Now they're ready to go. They're juiced. They know we're ranked. No biggie. We're twenty four. We're not twenty five. The talk of the town is Louisville at twenty five, and the fact Clemson's not in, sitting at twenty six. That's why we're saying go dogs. I think Clint agrees with me. Whether he's going to actually say that, we'll see. I'm glad y'all went first so I can pick the other way. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, I, I got Fresno as well. Um, I, Wyoming gives up a ton of ton of yards a game. I think they gave up almost 400 yards a game. Uh, they, they, yeah, they've had some some good games. They made Texas look a little a little weird for a little bit there in that game. But Fresno, you know, is actually decent. I, I, I'm surprised by the score last week with Nevada. I thought they would score a little bit more just because Nevada, you know, they're kind of leaky as as well on defense, but. Uh, uh yeah, I'll take I'll take Fresno in the, in the short spread. I like it. Well, it sounds like I mean the way the way it's going this week that we all be kind of close. I know we kind of got into the middle of that. We were picking different. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, we all do better than six and ten. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Hopefully, that that'd be ideal. All right, let's hit let's hit two more games and and we'll wrap it up. These are not these don't count. Um, to our spread picks, we just do the top 25. Wake Forest traveling to Clemson, a 4.30 kick on the ACC network. Clemson opens up as 21-point favorites, over-unders at 52.5. I'll give you my spiel real quick. I, I, I kind of did some research on Wake Forest and the, the past teams they've played. 
the way Clemson has been playing, they've been cleaning up their messes, not making as many mental mistakes. Um, proved that even versus a good offense last week in Syracuse on the road, defense played out of their mind, kept giving the offense a short field. I think 21 is doable. It's not going to be 40-0, I don't think, early. But I just think over the course of the game, Clemson's a way better defense. Their offense is better. Give me Clemson covering the 21 pretty easily, I would say, down in uh, you know, one of the death valleys, depending on what side you uh your team with there. Yeah, so go ahead, Clint. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm with Clemson too. Obviously, I've taught Clemson up this past few weeks. I do think they've gotten a lot better. I I do think with this line that Vegas is starting to catch up uh, with the same uh, thought process that Clemson is better than the, what the rankings may show. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll take Clemson. And uh, is it? It's oh, it's oh yeah. Like you said, it's that Death Valley. Yeah, give me Clemson. Lay the twenty-one. Yeah, yeah. This is a uh, we're pissed kind of game. Um, Wake Forest is not what they used to be without Sam Hartman. Um, love Mitch Griffiths as a football player, but he's just not that. Um, not that guy that um, Sam Hartman was. Uh, Wake Forest still being three and one. Um, haven't played anybody to get those three wins. Uh, Vandy and Old Dominion, and they lost to Georgia Tech last week. And we just got done talking about Georgia Tech not too long ago. Um, they got a good offense, so. Yeah, I think we're going to absolutely crush this team. Um, I don't want to say, you know, 50 to nothing kind of deal, but um, for as the spread goes, you said it was, what, 21 and a half or something? Uh, 21 even. 21, yep. Um, I, I would definitely think that we're going to uh, handle business here. Um, I want to see us keep, you know, not making mistakes, keep things clean. I'd like to see us run the ball even more. Um, keep proving to the rankings and, and not even just the AP rankings, because at this point, who cares? But um, towards the playoff rankings, I wanted the, those committee members to see, hey, we have a very small chance of making the playoffs, but I want to start getting into their eyes because you see a lot of rankings, um, power rankings, whatever, and like ESPN even, they have like Clemson, I think like 17th or 16th. They've had them there for the past couple of weeks. I know that ranking specifically can be all over the place, but a lot of people's rankings um, have Clemson still in the top 25 just because they're a good team. And I think y'all are seeing that um, even with the two losses. So we just keep taking care of business. And I think we're going to kind of get back into it here soon. So Clemson to cover. Yeah, I think you guys will definitely be in the top 25 when the playoff committee rankings uh, do come out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think people are. Kind of starting to realize that for sure. Do they go that high? I don't remember. That's a genuine question. They go to twenty five. Yeah, yeah. They for just the, do for the playoff rankings. Okay, they do. Yeah, and that kind of becomes the the be all end all. They're going out. Which yeah. what is that after? Is it after this week they come out after week six? I don't know. I think it's like week eight or something like that. Okay, they maybe give like four or five that. weeks. I could be wrong, okay. but I don't remember. Um. So real quick, uh, South Carolina they're on a bye this week, which is good. We need to get healthy. God, hopefully Juice can come back. Some of these O-linemen can actually start practicing and because and, we got a big game the following week. we got Florida coming into town, uh, a 3.30 kick, so that'll be a big game. Obviously, uh, we need a win big time. So hopefully we get healthy and get ready for Florida. Um, before I move on from that, Clint, you got anything or Jacob on Carolina on the bye week before we move on? Dude, Cox by 90 against the bye week. Let's do it. <laughs> Undefeated for bye weeks, I think, for the most part. Never lie. I think when we had Steven Garcia, we might have been losing some bye weeks there. Bye weeks ain't played he nobody. Was- <laughs> He was out partying and stuff. Yeah. But. yeah. Truth schedule is not that great. Yeah. Well, 
We'll Actually, see. they play everybody. So. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. All right. Our last game. Um, real quick, in all seriousness, Clint, mm-hmm. Iowa, how much do they win by? How many points do they score? Go. So, real quick, Purdue, two and a half before, point favors. Before, yeah. So, you said two and a half there. When we were talking about Clemson, I looked at what, what Jacob sent us for all the spreads. I saw, I didn't see the Iowa. I saw two and a half, and I thought that was with the, the Clemson Wake Forest game. And I was literally going to go on my phone deposit as much money as I possibly could <laughs> into <laughs> some betting site and hammer close because I was I was about to lose my mind. Take the four hundred one k out. Yeah, yeah. It all. <laughs> oh, we're playing Purdue, huh? Yeah, Let's I like you see because that you got that. Yeah, Purdue's two and three, <laughs> and they they have Hudson Card as a quarterback. Um, yeah, well, you got, said Purdue sucked earlier in the podcast. Don't try to convince. I us did. Now. No, I'm I'm just saying for his <laughs> Iowa now. We'll put it in perspective because they just lost Cade McNamara wait, for the year, and it, it wait it said an ACL. He tore his ACL, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you're saying Ooh. Hudson Card's Purdue's quarterback? Or Hudson Card's Iowa's quarterback? Uh, Purdue's quarterback. He's been oh, that yeah, way all year. Twelve hundred yards, five touchdowns, three picks. So he hadn't been outstanding, but um, they do have at least a former four. I think Hudson Card's a four star, maybe a five star at Texas. Yeah, he's four or five. Yeah, four or five. So I mean, they have a guy, I guess, but um. As Iowa's trying to figure out their quarterback situation, I don't know what that means. You tell me. I'm going to say Iowa scores 20 and does not cover. They lose this game. Okay. Iowa scores 20 and loses. Okay. I might change that. Let me change that to 17. (laughs) 17 and loses. All right, Jacob, what do you got? Because I'm definitely using y'all's on this one because I don't know. Uh, Jacob, how many many points does Iowa score and how much do they win and or lose by or do they win or lose that's what i'm that's what i'm saying. man i'm looking at purdue they they lost to exactly. fresno by four they lost to syracuse by 15 they lost to wisconsin by tw- uh what is that 11 something like that hell i can't math um so like 21 21 don't prove that nobody can prove <laughs> that um yeah purdue dude i'm gonna say Freaking Iowa's going to win on a last-second field goal because they love to do that at home so they can rush the field saying they beat Purdue. They're yeah. going to win 20-17. to 17. No, 17-14 to because I heard somebody say 20. I can't be the same. Okay, well, 17 changed, to 14. You, so I changed mine to 17, so you can keep 20 if you want. Okay, 20, 20, yeah, 17. Yeah. That's, <laughs> actually, that's actually hilarious. I wrote mine down while you were giving this, right? <laughs> Sorry. I wrote down. Iowa 23, Purdue 20, <laughs> um, which is actually over the over-under. Um, wait, Jacob, I need Purdue score. So you said Iowa score 17 and loses. What's the score? 17. Iowa. They go win on the last second field goal. No, that's yours? Or, oh, my bad. I meant Clint. What do you need? Sorry. You Final just score. said Iowa score 17 and loses. I need the score. For, for Purdue. Uh, yeah. I said 17. Let, let's go 21. Got it. All right. We're all pretty close. That'll be interesting. Shout out to Iowa for giving us a lot of content to talk about. <laughs> Who is the uh, backup quarterback for Iowa? Um, I think the OC is playing quarterback. He's trying to score 25 himself. <laughs> Just kidding. No idea. Couldn't tell you. But I don't think it's a transfer from Michigan. So no. <laughs> Sorry. They got... I oh, think... Deacon Hill. We, we even texted oh. about that. Yeah. yeah He's 6'3", 258, by the way. Hmm. All right, so they're going to run the ball a lot with him. That's what I would do. Quarterback tush push every play. Quarterback sneak, have the fullback push him. This might be That's one of those games wins. where I, I read the, the drive charts again. Hell yeah. Let us know about that. Three and out, three and Please out, three do. and out. Yeah, we'll look, we'll look out for that. I actually need a t-shirt that just says, I got the drive charts for you. And just 
That's yeah. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a thing. All right, boys. Uh, um, I, it's going to be kind of a relaxing weekend for me. I don't have to worry about South Carolina, so no stress there one way or the other. That'll be a nice weekend off. Get ready for next week. Um, but yeah, boys, should be another exciting weekend. Lots of crazy good games. Obviously, Texas, Oklahoma, all eyes on that and a new kickoff so you can get boozing early and uh, have the rest of your day to do whatever you want. Hell yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to take the, the bye week myself and recover from this last there, weekend. There you go. <laughs> I'm going yeah, to like you, sounds like you need to, um, even though there's no game you really need to remember this week anyway. So we'll see how long your bye week lasts. I'll give it till like six o'clock Saturday and it'll stop. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. I am really looking forward to the Red River rivalry, though. I nailed Look, it. I was yes, scared go. to say it the whole time, and I, I nailed it. it. I refuse to say it. I'm proud of you, Because I dude. can't. Hooked on I phonics. nailed it, dude. Got him right. <laughs> yeah. I am looking forward to that game, though. That's going to be probably... It's a noon kickoff. Like, get that. Yeah, like you said, that's going to be fun. Do it. Man, that's going to well, be fun. As always, Cox by 90. Boys, catch you uh, on the next one. Yes, sir. See you later. See you.